0: we've just begun and yes we just Happy Hump Day. Happy Wednesday. It is Room Prime. Back at you with another episode of Table 4 One. Unfortunately, no plus one again this week. Give my apologies. I know a certain uh, gray-haired NCIS agent is going to slap me in the back of the head for apologizing so much. But unfortunately, uh, my co-host, uh, Hellcat, uh, for these Wednesday podcasts, is not here. You know, she's, she won't be joining us this week. Busy, uh, you know, life plans and, and whatnot, you know, just work. And when you have a full-time job and you work all them hours, it's rough. So for all, all those who are listening that are full-time employees or whatever you do, you know, keep grinding. It's rough, but trust me, it'll get better. Just got to take it one day at a time. And yeah, it's unfortunate she won't be here this week, but she'll be back next week. So once again, apologies. Hopefully uh that NCIS special agent Gibbs won't. Slap me across, you know, back of the head <laughs> for apologizing so much. But, yeah, you know, apologies. Uh, just, you know, just unforeseen. You know, work schedules can be a son of a bitch, but, you know, there's always next week. So, yeah. Uh, before we get into this week's topic, because after all, this is a sex relationship podcast. So, it's going to be relationship-based. But before I get into that, I want to thank you guys for listening, downloading uh, my content. I sincerely appreciate you guys. You know, I always say this every week, but I really do, because without you guys, it would just be me talking to a microphone solo. Well, I already do that, but without no one actually listening. So it's like I'm actually talking alone. And I want to actually talk about that. I didn't mean to segue into that, but, you know, for people who get into podcasting and they think that, oh, yeah, it's 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 pretty straightforward, and yeah, some aspects are, but to keep a conversation and keep it flowing and pretend that you have an audience, it's it's not i'm not saying that it's it's oh my god it's so complicated it's hard but you you gotta keep you gotta keep yourself engaged and make sure you stay focused and there's a lot of people who you know perceive that podcasting is easy oh you just go get a mic you have a computer or you get a set of headphones with a microphone attached to it and you're good to go and it's like, wow that's true if you want your podcast to succeed and this is where I want my podcast to be. You know, you have to spend more money. You have to put in the extra effort. You got to uh, do your homework. You had to, you don't have to have the, the top of the line studio equipment. Like I have a, a snowball microphone. I got it off of Amazon if few was back for, I got it on sale. Actually, normally it's 50 bucks, but I got it for 40 bucks. And got the stand because the one that it comes with was pretty flimsy. Excuse me. So it's important to have that at my computer, which, you know, was an investment because my old one was crappy. And in order for me to do any sort of content creating, you need a a decent running computer. And just overall, just bring your voice. Just bring your what you have to say. Bring your your topics and discussions to the table if it's solo or with friends you know with co-hosts which is, is very important I, I feel if you're gonna have a podcast like you can do interview style uh podcast but i do feel that if you're starting and you don't have you know that luxury to have People come on and and and, uh, and do interviews with to practice and get better at it. It's good to have co- um, co-hosts by your side because they will help you and keep you on track. You know, and you'll have other people to feed off of. Versus, it's hard. Like I, I watch, well, listen, well, watch because they're podcasts that I do video, but I, I watch and listen to want a man podcast and to to do it weekly or uh multiple times a week and just have that consistency, it takes time, it takes practice. So for those who had that assumption that oh I'll just plug in my mic, blah blah blah, and you know, just talk whatever and I I get, you know, hundreds of hits, thousands of hits. No, it, it takes it's a grind. And for those who are on that grind, I respect you. I'm with you. We're here to grow and we can help we can help each other out to essentially make ourselves bigger because if we help each other in, in the sense, you know, we are an actual community, it doesn't matter what you talk about in your podcast, if you're a variety, if you do sports, if you do. Uh, relationships, social issues, uh, gaming, you know, politics. If you're starting now and you're trying to get your name out there, uh, please, you know, definitely uh, hit me up. Let me know. And I can definitely shout you out. I can uh, promote you. We can promote each other. Uh, Also, Twitter at Room Prime TV. You know, I'm, it's the trick, it's hard, it's, it's grindy, but to get that, especially starting from scratch, it's very hard. It's, it's it, you know, it ain't, especially if you have no following, you're starting from scratch, it's very hard. So it is imperative that you, you know, promote yourself. And if people get annoyed, well, so what? You're promoting yourself. It's, it's the same way how... People shitpost online. You know, if you get annoyed by someone actually promoting a product or a service or a content and you're just shitposting, well, those people, they can fuck off. You know, those people, fuck them. Because the internet, you can communicate and, and send information and promote however you like, just as long as it's not... You know, inflammatory and uh, deceiving. You're good, but you know it's it's a really you know it's really imperative that we stick together as a, a small podcast and we grow. That's how we grow. And I didn't want to get into that long uh, tirade, but you know it's just very important because. You know, this is a, a hobby of mine, and I, I enjoy this. And I want to have fun doing this. And the way that you can make it fun is by being around people and interacting with people who have the same interest. And that's why I love, you know, my close friends that are that have been on the podcast, you know, Ron himself, Agent Neal, uh, Hellcat. A lot of these people i know, known, especially the... The uh, hyperbolic salt chamber guys or the hyperbolic shirt company guys. Uh, you know, I've known uh, Neil, Rome, and Hellcat for a long time. So that's why when we get on the mic, it feels natural because we've been on, we, we've known each other. So that's why I thank them guys. I also thank the, uh, the wrestling boys at um, the hyperbolic shirt company because you know them two they, they have that energy, they have that insight, they have that knowledge, and it's good to just collab. And hopefully we will do more wrestling podcasts. I haven't forgotten. It's just uh the world of wrestling is is on it's it's just been so dragging. And yes, there's a lot of other companies out there, a lot of wrestling companies out there. But at the same time, you know, it's just so much to keep up. And it's good to just grab snippets and have people that know more on and they explain it. And, you know, you you do your homework as well and you'll have a better conversation. Everyone's on the same page. So we'll definitely have more roundtable episodes in the future. We'll have more uh, wrestling podcasts in the future. It's just, um, you know, when things pick up in the summer. Things definitely will pick up in the summer and the fall, especially with wrestling. So I'll definitely keep you guys on the loop. And if you want information, just go to RunePrime, uh runeprime TV.com or on Twitter at Room Prime TV. So yeah. You know, just wanna end that little uh just monologue, but so relationships. Uh tinder and and dating that these are the topics they go hand in hand also you can put in social media you can put in uh, generational you can and so many other words and terms and phrases you can mush them up in a ball because when you know when dating it's really different Especially when, when you factor in the fact that we have social media, you know, 10 years ago, social media wasn't as prevalent and as wide and and just a part of our lives as it is today. You know, we're in 2019 and everything we do is uh, everything we, we, we do our information or entertainment is on social media you know, one form or another, you want to be informed, If you want to be entertained, you want to be grossed out, if you want to just browse around, it's like the mall, the internet mall, like, you know, Walmart, Amazon, like, in terms of information and entertainment and, you know, variety, and with dating, with the advent of social media, it has really, really changed the game, so much that, this generation, we're so into uh, having everything fast. We want uh, we don't want to spend too much time getting to know the person. We instead just look at someone's profile, and from there we we get to know about the person rather than talking, rather than learning about discovery and and finding out things about the person. You know, gradually through knowing the person, going on, on multiple dates and and whatnot. We want our information fast. We want our uh, uh, information, our entertainment, our food. You know, we want quick fixes to everything. So when it comes to dating, that that is far from the exception. Like, dating is fast. We have apps like Tinder, especially, you know, Tinder. There's so many others. But Tinder is, like, the main one, like, the majority of people, you know, in the United States use Tinder, and I'm gonna go over some stats and statistics, because it's really, like, me and the boys we were talking about this last night, and I'm uh, kind of pissed that I didn't uh, record it, because we had a good conversation about relationships and, and Tinder, and how... It plays a role in how social media plays a role in how it hurts dating, so we will definitely get into that, but with the advent of social media, everything we want is fast we we can't we can't live without it we we need it, we can't live without it, and we go crazy without it as well, and we have to understand that the modern the modern form of dating, you know, just the way that our parents and aunts and uncles, the generations behind us, that form of dating, shibari and, and, and you know respect and, and politeness and growing and bonding and and learning and discovery about the person, that, that's dead because we didn't have; they didn't have social media. Our parents, or especially grandparents, aunts, uncles, they didn't get on. There was no such thing as Twitter. There was no such thing as a Tinder, Facebook, social media. It was no such thing. You go out, you you met someone, you were introduced, and you can still do that now. And it's also telling with how college students. We're gonna get into how college students uh, get, you know, why college students make up for the bulk of Tinder users, and and continue on. Uh, people don't understand that the the norms of yesteryear are not the norms of today, and me and the boys are Rome and Neil. We was having a conversation and where Rome had, he still had those uh, you know, fondness of of yesteryear. Like, yeah, while, while I understand, you know, he was saying, I understand your point, but I still think that relationships aren't dead because, you know, there's still, you know, there's still a good amount of people out there. And, and to his point, yeah, however, the women that we were around that we, we went to went to school with, you know, high school with, you know, some college, if you guys went to college, you know, our, our age bracket between 29, between, let's see, 25 to 29 around around that age bracket. Uh, 90, basically if you're born in, in the 90s, between uh, 1989, <clears throat> 1989 to 1993, ish, 1993, 1994, like those women that, that we grew up with, those girls that we grew up going to school with, they're they're gone, they're uh, settled, they they have a family, they have they have careers, they have the whole nine for the most part. So those, those women, they're far and free between now because, because they have, they have those same morals that we have, you know, we, you know, we have a uh, respect and, and, uh, we want to get to know the person. We, we still had that discovery, even though we were around with well, social media was, was getting, you know, used a lot and, and, and more powerful but we was around when social media was in its infancy too so when we were growing up we had to actually talk to people we actually had to discover things about people and you know a lot of times take things for face value you understand so because of this new generation we we don't we don't see that everything it's it's fast this generation, because of social media and how advanced. When we were teenagers, and computers with a computers to get a home computer, like, it was it was a fucking luxury. Now you can get a, a you know a, an ultra book for, for like not pennies, but if you want something that can that can uh, you can go on you know Facebook and. And check your email and do light web browsing. You can get an ultrabook. You can get a Chromebook. And if you want something mid-range, you get yourself a, you know, a, a laptop. You know, a, a Windows PC laptop. And if you have the money, you get yourself a MacBook. But back then, to especially smart like cell phones were big as bricks. And then as time went along, technology transformed. Uh, Technology was more, uh, there were more manufactured for consumers than, than being a luxury item, and things weren't as bulky. So, we, in today's age, in 2019, they have, you know, this generation has, we have ease of access. We have public Wi-Fi. You can get smartphones on the cheap. Social media is all around, you get your information from anywhere, when you gotta be careful, like, don't believe information that you get, just pull out from anywhere, like, someone just pulls something out of their ass, don't take their word for it, you know, make sure it's verified, make sure it's, it's, uh, from a reputable source, but regardless, you know, we, we were talking about this, uh, Neil and Ron, we were talking about this last night, and I'm still mad because, you know, we didn't get this recorded, Cause I was expecting, uh, drops and, you know, having to, uh, record, you know, you know, just record the conversation and it was a mess. So I, I had that, that fear, but out of all the days that, (laughs) out of all the days that, um, we, we got on Skype and to chat, nothing, no disconnects, no issues went down, which is crazy. So long, long behold! Like that's the universe giving me a big finger. But you know, we were talking about this, and we all brought up good points. You know, I brought up the fact that the our generation, like I mentioned earlier, our generation of women and, and, and men, they're settled down. They're settled down for the most part. So it's really hard to find is, is really is really hard because so many people that are you know that are from our generation at least that are settled down and married and have kids and why not and there's a few that 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 don't that they're not settled in they, they don't have everything figured out and that's okay so it's very hard to find women, you know, know, we're guys, it's really hard to find women that have our set of values and standards, because this generation let's be honest, not the most respectful bunch Uh, we're shallow you know, this generation is shallow, where, you know, this generation is very uh, materialistic you know everything is it's all um, external, not internal. And while you you want to make sure you have your own, and that person that you're with has their own, you don't want to be struggling. And that that's that's the the key before anyone uh, goes on the horn and says, "Oh, you you sound hurt. You sound like you're you're broke. You sound like this." It's just reading. It's just reading facts. And you know one of, one of the other things that was brought up is the fact that we you know this generation uses love and 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 uh, relationships and, and dating for comfort. You know they use for comfort and security rather than. How our parents, or our aunts, uncles, people for us perceive, you know, relationships. Instead of getting with the person and, and learning about them through discovery and building and bonding, it's just all about, oh, you know, that guy has, has you know, that guy has a, an apartment. Oh, that girl has a car. Oh, this girl has, you know, you know her apartment, I can crash. Oh, this guy has an apartment, I can crash, and he probably drive me to work. Or, you know, I can get my phone bill paid. It's all through, it's all of, um, it's all about necessity. It's all about comfortability. It's all about security. It's not about getting to know the person and, and building and bonding and with things like Cash Shop, like you you see people just flash their cash out. We didn't have that. You know, we didn't have that shit. And it's funny that we and I know why I can attest to this because growing up I didn't know I wasn't taught about banking and money. Like I didn't get a bank account until I until I turned I believe 18, 19 years old, like a full fledged bank account, like my own, not, not one that was made by my, by my parents or what have you, or, or PayPal. No, like my own account. And I learned about credit. So then you have the, these people now with cash app, They can just, is women and No, no. I, I don't know of any guys that put their cash app up on social media and get money Let's just be let's just be honest here, you know that's what that are the other things we talked about. Just the fact that you can just put your your link to your you know to your cash app on on your social media bio, and just post it. And a lot of times, and these dudes, and tell me these dudes, and then as a guy, it's a shame because it's your money, it's your prerogative, you do what you want, number one, but it's a bad look on on, on that guy, and on all of us men as a whole, when you're just giving money, you're throwing away money uh, to women just cause, and you'd be like, oh, uh, and I know, <clears throat> excuse me, I know some dudes, I'd be like, oh, like, what, what are you doing, what the fuck are you talking about? It's like it's true. Like we, as men, we're fucking up royally. We are allowing, you know, we are allowing ourselves to to stoop down low. To just settle for the bottom of barrel women. We're stooping down and just stripping ourselves of our dignity and pride just because of of, you know pussy is you know to be frank to be blunt when there are more important things than vagina and take it from me sex i love sex sex is fun when it's done right when no strings attached when both parties are safe and when it's mutual of course can't forget about that when it's fun when it's you know, consensual, when it's mutual, when it's performed safely, and when it's wet and sloppy and messy. But when we just take our you know, just take our brain over our heads just to just the sake of, of you know, killing it or, or you know, tapping it or getting it in or, or smashing whatever euphemism you want to use and you just put your stock low and this is why we're in the mess that we're in because we're selling for the worst of the worst and you know these decent you know there are still i believe that there are a lot of uh decent women out there not not to be a, a white knight or anything but i do believe that there are just like there are decent, upstanding guys, there are decent women. And no one's perfect, but I believe that there are there are decent men and women out there. But due to all the the bottom of the barrel women getting power due to things like cash shop and things like Tinder. And the fact that us guys are willing to sleep with them and... Basically finance them because we have no fucking dignity and no, and no pride and, and no standards for ourselves. And this we're at the stop. And this is why we're we're at where, where we're at, because if we put our standards high, not too high, not too low, but we are if we respect ourselves just like women should be able to respect themselves and say, I want to attract, you know, I want to attract, you know, a type of, a, t- a type of guy that will, I will vibe with, that will, that will love me, that will respect me, and we can have a little time, and everything is mutual. You, you, a girl, a woman should want to, you know, should strive for that, just like a man. A man should be able to put out that he wants a, you know, he wants a certain woman, he wants, uh, you know, his ideal, his ideal type, you know, without, you know, like to send that standard, we should all strive for, for something good. We shouldn't settle for, for worse or something that's too good to be true. But it just pains me that you see the the advent of, you know, with social media, and a lot of these apps and Cash App. And while Cash App is dope, it's fucking dope. I'm not, you know, demonizing it. But just like with everything, there's a double-edged sword. Just like with Tinder. Tinder is a good way to meet people. But it's also bad because we just become addicted to it. We just, instead of talking to people, instead of going out and, and, and exploring. Like, and also, everyone uses Tinder. To say, oh, you just go out, you just get with Tinder girls. Everyone, probably 12 women that you, you're on the train with or, or a few people that you walk past in the street, they're on Tinder. And I'm going to explain why in a bit. They're all on Tinder. So to say, oh, they just dating Tinder girls, everyone's on Tinder. Probably your ex is on Tinder, your ex-boyfriend, girlfriend. Probably someone that you know that's in a relationship is on Tinder. You know, let's, let's just put it out there. So to say that you're just with someone that you met on Tinder is bullshit because everyone's on Tinder. So, you know, let's not kid ourselves. Let's not, let's not do that. That's just very disingenuous and, and uh, very narrow-minded, you know. It's an a easy, lame insult. So that is why... You know, it's very important to not be on social media too much. It also affects our, our state of mind, our, our mental health. Like, dating apps, social media, it affects everything from relationships to your mental health, to your stability, you know, to how you act, your social skills as well. There's a lot of facets that people uh don't catch when it comes to uh social media like it it is very detrimental to our mental health and i'm gonna brush on that a little bit right now when you're on social media and you see you see people all like this person here all like my classmate from high school or from college and and they're living a good life, and you just see nice photos and everything. You you just see all the edited, just like a video. When you watch a YouTube video, and you see the presentation is really nice. You got graphics. You got the intro. You got music playing in the background. You have uh, great audio quality. You got great um, 1080p, 4K resolution on the video. But then you don't see all of the work behind the scenes that it took to get that video edited and the multiple takes you don't get to see all the all the reshoots and all of the the mistakes that were made you don't see that just like in a on on someone's social media you don't see all the unedited stuff you don't see uh the bad days that you know the guy or the female could be having or problems that they are having behind the scenes and people need to remember that like yeah you you may see some you may see someone on social media that you know living a good, good life and, and they seem happy and fulfilled but everyone has their problems everyone has their demons everyone has things that they don't put, they don't post on social media everyone has problems everyone everyone lives an unedited life When it's time to post on social media, it's edited down. It's just the greatest hits, you know? So, for, again, people that are getting depressed and down, you got to remember, it's only that person's greatest hits. Because you don't see everything. And the perception that social media has on people living good, seemingly happy... It's an issue because when you only take that one perspective and not understand, like, well, they seem happy, but everyone has their problems. But it's good that here in that moment, they seem fine here in this moment. They seem happy and fulfilled here in this moment. Everything seems fine and and, and the lovely couple. Very photogenic. And then you move on. Don't dwell on things so much because when you do, you get the press, and a lot of people on social media, you hear them post about how, you know, just how shit their lives are, how depressed they are, how down they are because they don't have this. They don't have what their friend has or another family member has or someone that they just see online. And... Going online and just posting for hours and hours and hours is not healthy, too. Because you see it's it's something that you can't obtain. You have, while you have people, you know, you're popular enough, if you're viral enough, you'll have people online. You'll have people comment to you and, and just interact with you, you know, retweet, comment, Whatever. They will interact with you. But at the end of the day, it's not physical. It's all nonverbal. It's all digital based. You're not actually engaging with people physically. And humans long for human contact. We need some form of human contact. We need to talk to an actual person, not just type, you know, letters and numbers on the screen and and emojis on the screen. You know, we, we need human contact. And with social media and with dating, this is why you have a lot of people that are socially inept. We have a lot of people that don't know how to deal with social situations because they're stuck on social media. They're at home a lot, they don't venture out, they don't go and they don't go and enjoy life. They just stay at home on Twitter, on their phones, on the computers, worrying about what other people are doing and just vicariously living off people's success when you can do that too. That person has a, a job, a good-paying job. It's going to take some work, but you can get a good-paying job too. If you want, you're tired of being single, you go and do your do your damn list to find that one that will, that will like you for you. It's hard, but it's not impossible. But if you just spend your time on social media, just day by day, just looking like the the meme, the SpongeBob meme, when Squidward is in his house and he's looking outside the window and he sees Patrick and SpongeBob playing around, you know, outside. That's how a lot of people. A lot of people are Squidward. A lot of people when it comes to, uh just being depressed and not being fulfilled and not enjoying themselves are squidward and a lot of times when you get older when you're young you're a spongebob you you're innocent you're carefree you you're naive you think the world is 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 uh kind and, and nice but then as you get older you start to transition to squidward but it's just a reminder that hey like you can't be naive forever that's a little bit of psychology. You know, they don't want to shrink your heads, but it's just a little bit of psychology. Because remember, a lot of things, like especially watching cartoons like SpongeBob and Hey Arnold and Courage the Cowardly Dog, there's a lot of things you can learn from watching a lot of the cartoons from the mid to late 90s, early 2000s. Now, is really any cartoons that actually teach you anything because we're all, we're all worried about the next meme going viral or about uh clout chasing or worried about who who's messing around with who and not enjoying our lives, not learning more about ourselves and, and learning about the other person learning about the opposite sex actually Going out and dating outside of social media, while it's fine, it's a good tool. But if you just spend your time drenched in social media, you're you're gonna be in for a rude awakening. You you have to be human first. You can't be another profile. You can't be that profile on social media twenty four seven. You gotta go out and be human. You cannot just go and in social media mode. You gotta. Get out of your bubble, climb out of your bubble and enjoy life. Just enjoy life. There's nothing wrong with enjoying life. Like your phone will, you know, your your social media will be there, your Tinder, all that would be there. So and speaking of Tinder, while things like Tinder are a good you know, are a good tool, just like again with every tool, remember with with Cash Trap, while it was a good tool. To send and receive money. And you can also get a debit card, by the way, to, you know, swipe at stores and use for online purchases. Not a sponsor, they're not a sponsor though. I mean they should. <laughs> uh, you know, there's also a lot of, you know, bad. So you see on, on Tinder just the fact that instead of people going out and, and, and just dating and nothing wrong again nothing wrong with online dating but where everything is social media based when everything is just swipe left swipe swipe right you don't know you won't know much about the person you will instead just see a few pictures of them so it's just again the greatest hits you will know the greatest hits you'll know everything good about that person. You won't see, you know, the flaws. You won't see them for imperfection because, again, filters, people write what they write. They post what they post. They show all, all the nice, you know, edited filter photos and not actually get to know them, you know, face to face and understand there's that anxiety There's that worry. Is that everyone is open and able to express themselves. And that's why they use social media to help them out. And it's cool. I get it. However, it's, you know, it's imperative. It's super imperative that, you know, to, to deal with, you know, depression and anxiety and, and social anxiety. I deal with anxiety. And I have good days. I have bad days. And social media can be a help, but of course it will be a detriment. Because you gotta build those social skills, especially when dating, when trying to attract the opposite sex. It's very important to, you know, be able to deal with, you know, anxiety and dealing with anxiety in public places. And that way, you handle yourself. You you know how to talk to them. You know how to talk to guys. If you are better equipped to deal with social social situations. And we're not, and that's because of social media. That's because of apps like Tinder. We want everything fast as well. we, instead of trying to get to know the person and just be honest, like honesty is is among other things that is dead among, among with the, the modern, with the, the way, the older things of the older way of doing things, I should say. It's that. It's this is the new wave. This is the new form of dating. This is this is how um, society runs now. And with that, let's go and read a little bit of stats, because stats are very, very important. Let's see here. I so tender revenue. And usage status for 2018. So a little bit of uh, revenue, because again, Tinder is an app and it's run ran by a, a corporation. So at, at the end of the day, you know there's there's money to be made here. we shall scroll down and look at this, let's see here. Bring this mic down a little bit. So. We're in 20 we're in 2019 and this graph over here Tinder subscriber growth thousands of, in the thousands of users so from the first quarter of 2015 all the way to the third quarter of 2018 it's a substantial rise and I'm, I'm gonna link this website on the description below this podcast you see this graph uh, q1 uh, 2015. Uh, 100,000, you see uh, 100 and 400, 500, 700, 900, uh, 1100, 1400, 1500. It, it just grows. It's, it's been growing ever significantly. Tinder uh, user stats. is estimated that 50 million people worldwide use Tinder. Do cron- concrete figures have not been made available? The BBC pin the figure at slightly higher than 57 million. 4, 4.1 million tender users are subscribers. So out of those 50, 57 million uh, users of tender 4.1 million users are subscribers. So they, they sign up to Tinder Premium or tender Gold, uh, whichever one. Because again, you want everything quick rather than than wasting time swiping and maybe possibly kind of sort of have that chance to you know find your matches people that matched up with you faster you can just pay the premium uh tinder uh, membership and you can see who liked you and also compared to other apps and this is true compared to other apps Tinder, just Tinder, uh, using the free version of Tinder without using the premium or gold. Tinder is way simple, super accessible. You don't have to worry about uh, paying a fee to open this feature up, to use this feature to get more coins, get more more time to message or video video chat, whatever with Tinder. What you see is what you get, and if you want to get more features, you just pay one flat rate, and there you have it. But with other apps, to even use the basic features, you need to pay. So that's why a lot of people prefer Tinder more than other apps, like Badoo and uh, Grindr and and, uh, Match.com. Because it's much easier it's much uh it's much uh widely available and it does not use much it does not use much uh, uh you know it doesn't burn a hole in your wallet versus using other other apps you know other dating apps so our tinder uses single of course the core tinder demographic and the singletons looking for romance or whatever shade, but whether or not <laughs> that is uh the makeup of the user base has been called on called onto question. Tinder was the center of a storm controversy in 2015 when Tinder Statistics published the global web index suggested that forty two percent of Tinder users are uh excuse me, that forty-two percent of Tinder's user base Already has a partner. That's true. I've swiped around t- uh Tinder. We all have. Let's just be honest here. And you see a good amount of uh, Tinder profiles. The ones that have both couple, you know, both uh, man and woman, you know, couples, and they're looking for, you know, they're swingers. They're looking for a third person to participate in, you know, threesomes or whatever. But then there's people who don't let you know that they're, uh, they're, uh, that they're seeing someone, that they're in a relationship or they have a partner and also ones that get into a relationship, they forget about Tinder and they come back. Like if, you know, they break up things don't work out with their boyfriend or, or what have you, they, they say, Oh, I'll just go on Tinder. Why not? Let's see. And they have a couple of hundred. Maybe a couple of thousand. Because it's like that. <laughs> like I want. If it's possible. Uh, any women that are listening to this. Tell me. what was the most amount of matches. You have on Tinder. Like I want to know this. Because it, it is. It is. Uh, it's something that. I've seen. I've seen myself. I've heard from, from other guys and other females. But I want more of a, of a more data as, you know, as you put it. I want more data, more information because it's pretty rad that women go, and, and they got to deal with a lot of shit on Tinder. They got to deal with a lot of bullshit, a lot of guys looking for hookups, being just disrespectful, nasty and while it's fucked up, we all know what Tinder is used for. Let's just face the facts. Only 1%, a, a, a fraction of 1% of people that are on Tinder, around that, between 1% and 5% of people that are on Tinder are looking for a relationship. The vast majority of people are just looking for entertainment or. Or just a distraction or procrastination and that's the truth let's see here there was these stats that i was looking at last night and it's just crazy just seeing like we we thought okay well just vast majority of people are looking you know for hookups online true and then there's more there's just People seeing, you know, they're just flexing. They see, oh, if I still got it. You know, shouts out to Aisha Curry. You know, she want to see if she still got it. And a lot of people that go on, on, on Tinder, they want to see if they still got it. They still can attract a lot of guys or a lot of girls. So they go on, on Tinder, they make a profile, and they see how many matches they can get and see if they still got it. And it's a, it's a confidence booster. It's an ego booster. And that's a good bulk of people doing uh, Tinder. They go on on Tinder and they see how many people they can get matched up, you know, in a day. And a lot of times they're just doing it for sport. They're not doing it to get a partner because they can, you know, if they can go on Tinder and they can match up with a lot of people, then who who needs it? They can just go in real life and they can hook up with, with, you know, with women or, you know, with guys, you know, so, this is, no, this is the truth. This is the, the absolute truth uh, of the matter. Because when, you know, when 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 you actually look into the, sur- you know, look below the surface of things, you find out, oh, wow, like, I was not expecting that. When I was reading the, some of the stats off, I was like, holy fucking shit. That's pretty, that is pretty crazy. Let's see. Okay. Let's read some more stats. Uh, Demographic of Tinder users. So you have, this is age. You have, you have 38% of users on Tinder between the age of 16 and 24. You know, so if you're you know below if you're younger than eighteen, what are you doing on on Tinder but regardless uh that's thirty eight percent that's a good that's a good margin right That's a good portion then you have forty five percent of users on Tinder that are between the ages of twenty five and thirty four so that's you know my age bracket that's a lot of you guys listening around that age, then you have 13%, that is ages between 35 and 44. Then you have 3%, as between ages of 45 and 54, and then you have 1%, that's uh, between the ages of 55 and 64. And then we go on to uh, marital status course 54 percent of people on tinder are single you have 20 um excuse me yeah 30 percent of people that are married so you have married couples you have a good amount of married couples on tinder you know swingers and for the most part and also married couple you know guess the marriage ain't ain't <laughs> wasn't the best if you're on tinder you know Again, you want to see if you still got it. Now, I don't condone it, but you just got to face facts here. Uh, you have 12% that are in a relationship. You have 3% that are divorced or widowed. And then you have 1% that are, that's classified as other. And then uh, urban, uh, uh, you urban, you have rural, and suburban. So you have 76% of Tinder users that are urban. And that is the the 16 to 24% of the age demographic and the 54% marital status. So that's urban. That makes up the urban population. You know, inner cities and whatnot. Big, big major cities. Then you have 12% are suburban uh, and that is the 43% of the 45% I'm sorry of 20 between the ages of 25 and 34 and you have the 30% that are married so that makes up 12% of suburban and then rule which is uh, the divorced and the widowed I'm sorry, uh, and in a relationship and 13% that are between ages of 35 and 44. So right there you have your age demographic, you have the marital status. And then from there you have the, the urban, suburban and rural, uh, user base. And then college, this is what I want to talk about. So college user you know uh, college students that are using dating apps. It's crazy if you're in college like I'm sorry if you're in college you're around a bunch of women you're you're around a bunch of females in you know in or out of campus. And I understand. I, I totally understand it in one part because if all these allegations of uh, sexual assault that are going around, like you don't wanna you don't wanna say or do anything inter- that may seem inappropriate when trying to you know go out on a date, trying to act someone out because they will just cause sexual harassment. So I understand that aspect that you will want to use a dating app and also it's it's very discreet you know it's very uh, again quick and easy very accessible you don't have to do much and it's just crazy that uh, 4% while 4% prefer to use apps to meet potential dates you have 84% of uh, dating app users are on Tinder so Forty percent of college students are using Tinder and then 34 percent of Tinder users, users, uh, college students are using it primarily for entertainment. So they're bored. They have a lot of free time, a lot of downtime. So they go again. They want to see the still got it or they they want to, you know, you know, take part of a of a bet or a dare, you know, so. It's primarily used for entertainment. Let's see. One in three women say no way to first day hookups. And one in ten. One in ten men say no way to first day hookups. So that that is, uh, that's pretty much like no surprise there. 91% Ninety-one percent of uh, college students that use dating apps are not primarily using uh, using apps for hookups. Then, yeah twenty-seven percent, reported being harassed on apps. Grinder and OKCupid users report the highest rates. Well, Grinder, while you're on Grinder, while you're on OKCupid, like terrible fucking terrible sites, terrible fucking dating apps, uh, 37% of men don't think that using dating apps is necessarily cheating, uh, good thing it's not above 51%, because I'll be like, holy hell, what, what the fuck, but it's, it's cheating, because you have, again, we can go up to this other graph, and you can see that 30% of people who use Tinder are married and you have 12% of people who use that are that use Tinder are in a relationship. So it is cheating because <laughs> if your the statistics don't lie and these these are probably this was from first quarter 2015 so these statistics are much 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 higher now we're in 2019 so to say it's not cheating i don't know about that chief and let's see here let's read some more stats because we we love we love them stats okay we we can we can talk about color we can hint on color a little bit uh 30 percent 30.6 percent of women and 32.3% of men wear black. This is true. Like I've seen a lot of, a lot of uh, Tinder profiles, and a lot of times they wear black. Like I've like it's the go-to color. It's, it's a neutral color. It goes with everything. So you has got a, a white T-shirt, a white top, or white blouse, and there you go. You know, you match with anything uh twelve point two percent of women and twelve point seven percent of men were white. I find myself wearing darker colors you know black uh gray blue green you know dark green colors you know earthy colors you know brown I'm more of an earthy guy uh when it comes to colors but occasionally I wear purple and pink nothing wrong with wearing purple or pink nothing wrong with it whatsoever uh eight point eight percent of women and fourteen point seven percent of men wear blue this is true the again these stats are pretty they're on the money uh four point six percent of women and twelve point three percent of men wear gray and fifty two point two percent of women and seventy two percent of men wear neutral colors. so this is this is pretty again pretty spot on and also if you wanna know how much how much Tinder is worth, let's see really quick. Let's see. Let's go over some key statistics before we wrap this up. Alright, fifty-seven million uh, Tinder uh tender users are around the world. One point four million tender users subscribe, pay, uh, subscribers pay a minimum uh minimum. Uh, pay for premium Tinder Plus and Tinder Gold. So I remember I was talking about the premium Tinder uh, subscriptions. There's Tinder Plus and Tinder Gold. A lot of features, a lot, a lot of perks. Um, Tinder is used in 100, 190 countries and is available in 40 languages. Uh, Tinder was proce- uh, was processing 1 billion swipes per day by late 2014 and now that has been risen to 1.6 billion. So there's a lot of people swiping right. <laughs> a lot of people swiping right. Uh Tinder users go on 1 million dates per week. Over 20 billion matches made since Tinder launched. Over 50% of active Tinder users are active at 9 p.m. That is true. <laughs> There's a, a swipe surge that goes on. Uh, and this is a lie. Active Tinder users log in an average of four times per day. It's more than that. <laughs> it's probably more than that. Uh, various studies show different percentages, but most find 18 to 24 demographic for core or the user base. Yep. A lot, a lot of the young teenagers, young adults, they go all, they use Tinder. That's that's all you see. Uh, That's why there are settings. Remember to change your settings. You don't want 18-year-olds. You want, you know, older women. Just settings. Settings, 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 settings. Know the app before you use it. (laughs) And Tinder's parent company, Match Group, reported... Four hundred and forty-four million dollars of revenue in quarter three of 2018. It's a lot of money. And 2017 match group reserves stood at 1.3 billion. So tenders is making money hand over fist with you know with uh, advertisements and uh, subscriptions because if if 1.4 million tender a uh, user subscribe for Tinder Plus and Tinder Gold. And that's every month, every year. That is some serious coin. That is some super, super serious coin right there. And let's see. I don't want to go a lot of, over these stats here. Let's see. We can do this. Uh, tender numbers. uh let's see, age. I mentioned age. Let's see. Oh, okay, income. So, you have 22% that prefer not to say. You have 29% that are in the top, 25%. 34% that are in the mid, 50%. And then you have 15 that are in the bottom, 25% of income. So you see that a good chunk is in the, the mid fifty percent of uh, income earners, because hey, they could afford Tinder Plus to gold monthly, annually. Then yeah, <laughs> and that's what attracts a lot of you know sort of attract you know people you know money wealth. And to, and that's apparent, like, when, I want to bring this up, if you notice when, you know, you date online, or you, you hook up with someone, or you meet someone online, and it's always these questions that women ask you, and men, I know that, I know men, there's some men who ask these questions, but primarily women, Again, we're, we're being honest here, they ask you if you, you live on your own, if you have a car, what type of job you have, uh and if they actually you free your credit score, then you better run. Like that ain't none of your business. We're not married. <laughs> we're not married. We're not and uh you know, we're not uh engaged. So you don't need to know that. And especially if all they want is you know, your material things or, you know, you know, your place to stay drive you around pay your pay your bills then no absolutely not if they actually for for those things it's a telltale sign that they just want something out of you but then say oh well the guys all guys think about it sucks it's like we're all sexual creatures we all have our needs but just to to point that out it's something that you need to change. If you are attracting dudes that only want you for sex, then you need to go and, and, and f- pursue the type of man you want or the type of female you want. If women are just asking you for for your shit, then you need to attract women that you want and that won't give a shit about what you have. And, of course, you you make your money. You... You know, you have your car, you have your apartment, you have your job, but excuse me, but it shouldn't have to be just about material things. It shouldn't have to be about all what, what you, how much you make, how much, you know, how much you make a a year, how much, uh, you know, what's your credit score? Uh, you got a car, you know, you got to play slowly. You don't need to know that. We're just going to know each other. Like I rather ask a female, hey, like what are your what are your likes, or your goals, or your interests? What's your favorite food? You know, what's your favorite drink? You know, what, what's some what's one one good what's one of your best features about yourself, or what 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 is one one of the one qualities that people like about you or comment about you know to you? Stuff like that. If I'm asking a female how much they make, if they got a car, their credit score. If they have, if they have stocks, if they trade stocks, bonds, if they, you know, if I trade, um, if, you know, if I, I'm into heavy metals, precious metals, then I shouldn't, <laughs> I shouldn't, you know, I gotta be careful. If I'm, if, you know, if they're asking me those questions or I'm asking them the question, they should be like already alarming, you know, the, uh, alarm should be ringing off if someone is axe, those questions instead of the wholesome questions you know get to know a little bit about the person you know whether they're their likes and dislikes their you know their goals and just learn about them if all you care about is money that's a telltale sign it's truly a telltale sign and it's something that it's, it's got to address and we gotta we gotta say no we gotta say no i'm not gonna i'm not gonna finance you i'm not gonna Give you any money. I'm not gonna just pay. I'm not gonna pay for your lifestyle. You know, I'm sorry. And yeah, this is again something that we have to to just call out. We have to call out like the shallow behavior on both ends because there's guys who who mooch off of women just like when mooch off of men and they we. As humans, we long for human contact we we, we long for for belonging and, and 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 needing, but there are some who take advantage of that, and there's some who who just mooch and and just leech off of people you know and those are the people you got to watch out for as well you know emotional vampires, people that just want you for your your, your possessions don't want you for for what's inside you. Because while it's important for both parties to have their own, you know, to have their, you know, to have a steady job, to have decent credit, to have little to no issues, you know, financially, uh, personal, it's it's very, again, it's very important. But if that's all people worrying about, then it's, it's a red flag right there. And you got to, weed those people out and don't entertain them because the moment you do you entertain that person that's what you're going to you're going to get constant shallowness you're going to get constant uh, leechery you know people leeching off of you and trying to leech off and just wanting you for what you have so to keep you know relationships alive some porn, hey, we got our knees, you gotta get your rocks off anyway. But just be honest, just be honest about your intentions, be honest about what you want, be truthful. You know, not just not saying to tell that person your social security number, but at the same time, just be on the same page. You gotta be on the same page with each other. Uh, let things be be mutual, consensual. And just be upfront. And when we do that, when we not only stay away from social media, only when we, you know, be human a little bit, and not pursue just material things, which they're important. We we need a roof over our heads. We need clothes on our back. We need, you know, we need a job, you know, to pay our bills and have an income. But there's there's more important things than that. Like to just Worry about just material things and worry about uh, material possessions. It, it is, it, it's just a road down to just nowhere. And, again, yeah, it's very, super important. So, that being said, I have rambled long enough. Wow, a good episode. I talked for an hour and 13 minutes straight. Holy crap. No no editing. A little bit a little bit of editing got to do, but no no, uh starts and restarts. Sometimes you just gotta say what's on your mind. And you never know, might be better than playing something out. So I thank you guys for listening all the way to the end. If you did, you are MVP. I love you and you deserve a an oatmeal cream pie and if you don't eat that then you deserve uh, a zebra cake or if you want to eat healthy which is important you gotta eat healthy you deserve a nice chicken salad or what I don't know this is something with food. I love food. I'm I'm hungry so you know if you listen all the way to the end I appreciate you. Love you guys. Uh please spread the word out and also please If you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts, Google Play Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, TuneIn Radio, SoundCloud, please consider leaving feedback, comment, leave a review, uh, rate, and subscribe. Because by doing that, you will up the profile of this podcast, you will spread the word, and that means more people, more viewers and if you spread the word, then more people get to hear my voice and hear me just rant and rave about stuff. And I want this to be interactive. I want this to be a podcast and a, and a network where I can talk to you guys. Not, I'm not just talking at you. I can talk to you and, and with you. and We can have a discussion on a lot of these things. So I do want to have many, many uh, discussion on a lot of things, and I want, uh, your guys' feedback and your take on things. So, remember guys, uh, listen to this on any podcast, uh, hosting sites, uh, comment, leave feedback, uh, rate, subscribe to this podcast, it really, it really means a lot to me if you do, and spread the word out, of course, uh, visit room prime com for everything relating and regarding the room prime tv podcast network and social that social media that is the feeds to many of my podcasts uh my podcast feeds because i'm all i'm all i'm all over so a little bit of variety for everyone wouldn't hurt and also <clears throat> sorry also uh Room Prime TV uh, at Room Prime TV on Twitter. If you want to directly contact me there, you want to DM me there regarding anything the podcast or you want to just uh, send me a tweet, please do that. As well as Roomprime TV.com slash contact. If you want to contact me on my website, you can go to Roomprime TV.com slash contact. And also roomprimetv.com slash podcast. But to just make it simple, roomprimetv.com. All these links will be in the description below. So enough with me shilling and talking. I need to pause a little bit because I've been just talking just for an hour and 60 minutes straight. I'm going to shut the hell up now for myself and the Room Prime TV family. You know who you are. Shouts out to you guys. I bid you a farewell and adieu. Happy hump day, guys. That's it.